Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. I hope you guys are doing well out there. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in each and every day at 11 o'clock. You can join Sturch and Gooch and Dina, and today and Wednesdays and Thursdays, you get blessed with intern Anthony, A4, right? Or no, we're counting Audi. Fuck, what are we? A4. A4. A4, right. All right, that's what we're going with. Uh, Dynamite. Awesome job on the Micah Parsons t-shirt. Now available at chopsports.shop. Soon to be on our Etsy shop as well. Um, if you're a Cowboy fan like I am, I'm wearing the hat to prove it. Um, you can go check out the new Micah Parsons Always Hungry t-shirt. That's my first plug. Second plug, if you're watching this show right now, um, I'm just also making sure that everything's going okay over there producer-wise. Good That's to good. go. Great. Um which yesterday, by the way, before I get into the plugs, I watched the Pat McAfee show. He had Brock Lesnar on a couple days ago, so I watched that at least 20 minutes of the interview. Do you know within the first five minutes, Gooch, um, Brock broke uh, the side table. He was sitting in that recliner chair with the little tiny table, and he smashed it. He broke it, and it became like a moment, right? And I'm thinking, like, you know, we can mess up, like, and it won't be, like, terrible. Yeah, you know? as like, long as it's not, like, an echo, things like that. Like, I was planning on pouring out liquor today. We'll get into that a little okay. bit later, but right. I'm not actually Don't do that, do no. <laughs> but anyway, oh, that'd be insulting to liquor. Um, but anyway, if you guys are watching the YouTube channel and the YouTube show right now, like you do every day, like the video, please. Uh, also, sub uh, subscribe to the channel. We did pick up another couple subscribers overnight. We do appreciate you guys spreading the word. That's how this thing's going to get around until we hit the streets and start, you know, you know, guerrilla marketing again, which by the way, that has worked. I've gotten plenty of texts from people seeing, you know, showing me stickers of like in the drive throughs of, of certain places like Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's and like somebody's out there just pah, slapping a sticker on everything they could possibly do. And I'm shouting we to see Joey, you, Joey D. Joey D. Yeah. We're talking to you kid because we know that uh, you're the one doing it. But, um, yeah, so YouTube, great. If you want to also support us in a monetary way, please do so by going over to patreon.com backslash chop sports. That helps us out. It gets you the VIP access once we have some parties, uh, once we have some, um, whatchamacallit, once we have some gatherings, we're going to have a viewing party for the next UFC fight. Yes. We're also going to, I just realized that about 10 minutes before the show, we're going to have the biggest bash of all time for Gucci's 40th birthday. That's coming up in May, and I don't mean to drag you as far as just turning 40. Yeah, but I don't know what you guys are going to do because I'm not going. Oh, okay. Like, well, anyway, we're going to have a party anyway. Uh, even if we have to get a cardboard cut out of the guy, we'll just put it on the wall somewhere. Uh, but yes, we will definitely be having a bash in May for that as well. Um, so those are our plug of the day plugs of the day plug skis i almost I, you, I paused stopped i stopped myself. myself there was definitely a plug trying not, i'm trying to undad my away. Uh, my conversation uh but anyway also a shout out to our sponsors and the guys that are supporting us right now uh lilac and sage boutique you got to check those guys out lilac sage boutique.com for all of the women's clothing that they have over there i know you're probably if you're just tuning in or the first time you're hearing this promo like why would dave and and chris link up with a woman's clothing line first of all mm -hmm. example one i've known the guy since jump street like i've literally when i tell you that one of my first jobs i ever had was a cook in a kitchen right but then i handled a situation it was at united skates of america in um woodbridge at the community center right so i was a cook now i know dave you don't eat any food what are you talking what are you cooking actually i made a i made a mean cheesesteak people thought my cooking was good so i thought for sure that would be like the career path but i it didn't go that way there was a hockey parents fight right outside the doors of the oh, of, of the let's um, talk about that yeah no it was a <laughs> big brawl right outside the doors of the kitchen 
So I went out there and I handled it. I de-escalated the situation, right? The situation, I handled it, right? And everybody looked at me and they're like, wow, that guy just came out of nowhere wearing his purple t-shirt with his visor saying like, everybody just calm down, so right? So you were the cook or the skatosaurus? I was the cook. I never got to do the skatosaurus. I wish Aww. I could. Because wish the purple I could. By the way, that stunk to high hell, by the way. That thing was grotesque. But the best part is, a guy named Bill Irving, okay, he was the ice skating rink manager. Uh, he saw me handle this, and he's like, you know what? That cook, he could be one of the managers over here and learn to drive the Zamboni. So that's what I did for five years, and because of Bill Irving and his trust in me, I was able to have a really cool job, no pun, but pun, a really cool job driving the Zamboni. I know Anthony probably gets a I'm kick sure out of that. I'm sure that the guests or the, the listeners are waiting for this story to tie into yes, the, here's the tie in. Sage Boutique. Bill Irving, okay, again, God rest his soul, he passed away a couple years ago, was my favorite boss of all time. His son is the co-owner, owner of this boutique with his wife. So that's how it all ties in. I've known these guys forever. I've known that little guy since he was skating around the rec center, you know, just triple deking guys out of their skates so, and scoring so, goals. So listen, so next time uh, your wife's birthday, Mother's Day is coming up. Right. There's all these things coming up that you would be men that are typically, our typical listener is male, obviously. Yeah, there's male dominant, sure. out there. What's up, Ash? I see you, girl. And yeah. if you have a birthday coming up, something like that, then you have a perfect place to go. You get a cheaper because we do have a discount code. You get a cheaper version of a yeah. gift. Chop and 10 support at the, at the support, and su support Lilac and Sage Boutique. Yes, they're yes. awesome. Awesome people. Great small business. Hey, listen, we're a small business, so it's, it's about helping others. So definitely do that. And, of course, my practice run practice run date. What's today? Wednesday? Mm -hmm. Day three of Manscaped. Manscaped.com right now. It was so funny. Uh, Anthony, he doesn't see us. After he leaves us on Thursdays, we don't see him until the following Wednesday, right? But we keep in contact because he's doing daily things, right? So he comes in here. He's like, who got, who got the relationship with the balls, guys? <laughs> the ball trimmer. What would you call it? I said, um... How'd you secure a partnership with the ball shaver? There you go. <laughs> Manscaped.com. If you use the promo code CHOPSPORTS at checkout, you're getting 20% off. And they have a, a, an amazing package, literally and figuratively, <laughs> coming to us. So we get to try the product and then really get into it. So it's funny. The first read I'm going to have to do, you're not even going to be here for it. How do you like that? That's, that's going to be sad news. But I'll anyway. Send, I'll send pics. Oh, okay. Of you using the ball trimmer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Well, Let's I'm not going to use it at my balls in the pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. But I got some fur going on up top. So right. It, it actually it. works tremendously everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. This thing is great. The lawnmower 4.0, by the way. It, it, it well, works I gotta say, I've, I've tremendously. Not, I've yet to use, a, what is it, Manscaped. I've yet to use any of their products, and I'm always curious to know. It's like, it's not going to nick your ball sack. And supposedly there, there is no nicking in the ball sack. Dude, I swear to God, there was one company that like, I saw, it was like, one of those one in the morning infomercials where it's like German engineered, blah, blah, blah. This thing will take off and everything like all the hair. I was like, oh, of course I'll get it. So I get it. It gets to my house, whatever, three days later or whatever. And I use it. And like I use literally, I take it to my, uh, to my arm and I, and I take it and it goes, and it just stops. It gets jammed up with too much hair, stops, breaks, everything. I'm like German engineered. You Nazis couldn't get this thing right. <laughs> What's wrong with you right now? <laughs> oh my God. Oof. Wait. Don't worry, my uh, stepsister is Jew uh, a Jewish and German. So that that's like the double Tim Watley thing. You get to that's you why I get to say German whatever I want. Yes, German that's German my Jewish that's again. my 
get out of jail free card. Again, anybody knows the reference. Tim Watley, Tim Watley converted to Judaism for the jokes. I can't wait to anybody see you try and keep a straight face during a live read. Ken Paulman's coming in with all the puns. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm going to write it myself. It's going to be fantastic. Actually, I'm not going to write it myself. They've given me something to read, and I will be reading it next week. Um, yes, I know. Kyle coming in. You're not allowed to say that it doesn't nick. Well, I'm going to need, I'm gonna need the, the band words list. That's another way of saying list. it nicks your ball sack. Yeah, that's an, not necessarily. <laughs> they, they just can't guarantee it. You know what I mean? They gotcha. can't be like, hey, by the way, if you go ham you're on fucking, your members. If you're a barbarian and you're trying to shave your balls, you might nick your nuts. If you're a Viking and you go in there like, oh, but good oh, thing, good oh, thing this is just the trial period and they're not judging us on this read. I'm going to need that list of banned words because I have a... Um, you can say it oh, chooses the, the risk. It's in the, email right at, it's in the email right next to the Venmo emails that oh, yeah. we've been getting. So it's in there. Uh, but Send anyway. me another link the 13th time that I yeah, can't I will. find it. German engineering, but it says Taiwan in small letters. Yeah, that's the <laughs> truth. That, that's probably right. Um, but anyway, so that's manscaped.com. So if you want the package that they're offering right now, the lawnmower, everything, the ball cream, the this, that, and the third, the ball wipes, everything, get over to manscaped.com, chop sports at checkout, 20% off. You get a lot of, uh, a lot of cool things. And it helps us out too, because we're on a trial period right now. We got to make sure these reads work. So go out there and buy some stuff. All right. Sports, right? A lot of stuff. As soon as literally, like, I think this is a, a trend now. So I, by the way, Going forward, breaking news will always happen at noon. <laughs> no matter what. As soon as we stop, something happens. So we got some information yesterday about the James Harden situation. And boy, oh boy. Like, come on, man. Like, this is... I don't know. I can't say. It. I, there's things I want to say about James Harden right now because he's a he's a complete idiot in this regard. But you fumbled a guaranteed well, bag, bro. What happens when you have... When you're like addicted to Hennessy, he had to have Truth. his paperwork submitted by 11 a.m. or something yesterday, and the liquor store also opens at 11 a.m. <laughs> so he was sitting on the stool outside the liquor store waiting for the fucking Hennessy that he could get so he could go file his paperwork. But the league just was like, nah, man, we're not having it this time. $47 million left on the table. I almost feel bad for Phil, worse for Philly than I do for Harden because I actually don't like James Harden. So it's like par for the course for this sure. guy. But Philly just mortgaged their future on getting James Harden. If he doesn't re-sign an extension soon, <laughs> he's going to hit free agency. I don't think they do that mid-season. I don't think I just I don't mean, see that happening. I don't think so either. Based on why would he at this point? Maybe he did. No, why would Philly? But why? here's also what I don't trust about James Harden. I don't think James Harden. They're they're talking like he was going to sign the extension, and that was part of the talking point for Philly to Brooklyn, saying like he's going to leave anyway. Just trade him to us because we know that he'll sign with us. He'll he'll re up. Mm -hmm. Or at least pick up the player option. Now maybe James Harden is making it seem like, oh, it was just a last minute thing. Like we fucked up. We couldn't get it in in time. But he never had any intention of actually getting it in at all to begin with. You pause. got James Harden coming out and saying that he wanted to oh, pause. He wanted <laughs> to come. He wanted to leave Brooklyn because he wants to be around guys that want to win. Now James Harden, at every single stop that you've been at, you wanted to leave. Is there anybody in the league besides you that wants to win at this point? Are we at this point now where it's just like the players? This is a player driven league. Like guys will cry their way out of everything, and it's so funny that as we're talking about James Harden, that some other NBA legend spoke up about stacking teams. Right, Kevin Garnett, like. Legend, but not like he came out and Pot said, "I want the direct quote." Black. Yeah, no, he was basically saying that the league is now soft because everybody's teaming up with everybody. If you can't get it done on your own, I'm you're paraphrasing. A you're, a you're a bum. Now, KG, like you literally created the the whole thing with LeBron. The <laughs> I decision. remember the Sports Illustrated cover. Cleveland wasn't beating Boston, right? When when Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett teamed up, 
to make what I know as like I still think the Bulls were the first super team, even the Lakers before that. Like there's been super teams throughout the NBA. The Celtics even went way back in the day. Mm. But the in terms of teaming up, you know, you could make the case that Rodman joining the Bulls was them a super team. Eh. But with Paul Pierce being on the Celtics, right? And then KG and Ray Allen kind of Forcing their, forcing their way into into Boston. I don't think that they were signed as free agents, so it's a little so less a trade. But they forced their way into into Boston. Basically, how the NBA is now is a lot to do with the way these guys were dictating things with their front office. But they were the first big three to me. They were the first super team in in this era, right? And that's what forced LeBron to go to Miami because he had no choice. You weren't beating that team without a better version of what you were in my in uh, in Cleveland. So hypocrite. Rob Bohannon coming in. Good morning, Rob. Uh, the NBA pays these guys way too much, and 90% of the players came from spam and ramen, and now they don't know how to act. Not false. You know, yeah, I, not, I, that's, a, that's a fair assessment, that's and they do assessment. get paid a lot of money because we're talking, we will talk later a little bit about Aaron Donald's contract, oh, yeah. and yeah. then we, we constantly talk about Evan Fournier's contract. Mm. And just to give you an example, Fournier's a role player. Aaron Donald's the best player in the, in the league. Yeah. And Fournier makes like $3 million more a year. Right. Go figure. <laughs> we'll get into Go that. Go figure. Uh, Kyle coming in. Man, they were the big five. Prime Rondo and Perkins. Well, I'll give yeah. you, I will give you Prime Rondo, but Perkins. You was, didn't like Perkins? I still hate Kendrick Perkins. I, I, just I do too. Like, to I can't speak. watch him on TV. <laughs> like, I can't watch this guy at all. But, I mean, he was really good for that team. And and even Glenn Davis, they just had they had a really good big team. baby. Yeah. Oh my god. That was just a really see, I really good team. NBA after all, I don't see that. Uh, but anyway, so the hardest situation is 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 difficult because now, God forbid something happens in this last leg of the NBA season, he is not secure anywhere next year. So he's a, officially an unrestricted free agent. Go get your bag wherever you want. But caveat, by the way, he might bitch and moan his way out of wherever he signs. That's a big deal for me. Like, if I'm an owner of the team, like, look, do I think James Harden is a good basketball player? Yeah, I do. Would I like him on the Knicks? Yeah, I would. But, like, if now you add all this, forget it, bro. Well, forget it. I don't want anything to do with at this At least guy. it makes for a really good storyline in the Eastern Conference playoffs this year. Should these oh, it's two, be phenomenal. two teams meet up? Because I just don't think Harden has any bit of dog in him. And I say that with, like, I don't really know that Kyrie does either, but I think that in this situation, Kyrie against Harden is going to be the funnest matchup of the entire postseason. Oh, and then I great. don't know. I guess you could say that nobody. There's no answer for Embiid on the Nets, but there's definitely no answer for KD anywhere in the yeah, league. You could swarm point. Embiid at one point and just kind of you know, hack a shack. No, type Joel, deal. Joel Embiid is having is having a really good year. So. MVP? No. Okay. I think you'll. Oh, didn't Scoop say something in the chat yesterday about yeah, some DeRozan big, big plus, plus four thousand? That's not worth it. It's just like you donate your money because it's going to go to Jokic. Joker. Joker. The Joker. The Joker. All right. Well, there's your MVP. But James Harden, look, you made a mistake and now you have to live up to it. But anyway, Hope Harden gets it. Oh, Jesus. It's Christ. very funny. Never, though. never, right. ever, ever. To see all these Nets fans talking shit about James Harden, who they well, that, that as Scoop's the savior. A Knicks fan. Well, no, I, I'm not saying scoop, but oh. I, I saw Ray Ray finally break his silence on Chop Sports about. Uh, yeah, he was burning the shirt we made him. Well, that was that wasn't even breaking the silence. That was just like a yeah, I, you know, I, a little I, bullshit thing that he did for a split second. He actually commented on something and says, "I was really, really duped by this guy." It's like, yeah, no shit, you couldn't see through the blinders that James Harden, James Harden was 430 <laughs> pounds coming into the. Coming into Brooklyn last year, dude, and now memes, he's like four forty. The memes that came out where it was like it's like Batman looking at his suit, like James Harden looking for his fat suit, you know, like to get out of Brooklyn. Like those memes were freaking fantastic. Um, and we see Scoop saying, "I hope Harden." I know tears he his brought ACL, that up. I don't right? like that. 
I love that because it just proves that uh, karma's fake. It doesn't actually uh, exist because Scoop is going to go tear karma. his ACL. Is, what if that happens while he's playing tennis? He's not going to move. He's going to be he's stationary. Fucking. Steve Doucette coming in. <laughs> Steve Doucette, not worth the headache. He's a quitter. Yeah, I mean, that, that's 100%, bro. The, the, this guy has become a headache, and now Philadelphia, he's Philadelphia's headache for the rest of the year. Can Philly make a run with a, a healthy James Harden and Embiid? They can. I would say they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe, with those two role players, and hopefully it's against Brooklyn. I would love to see it. You know, for, for you know, the casual fan, like, that series will be good, right? Do I want the Brooklyn Nets anywhere near the finals? No. As a Knicks fan, no, I don't. But I also don't want Philly. So somebody else. Give me the Bucks again. You know, give me, give me somebody else. I think it's going to be the Bucks in the East. <clears throat> Giannis is just too hard to deal with in the postseason. He gets to the basket at ease, at will, I should say. Yeah. And, yeah, who's the softest player in the NBA? Ben Harden Simmons. or Ben Simmons? Well, oh, that, oh, that actually sparks something that I don't want to get too deep into, but... Boy, oh boy, there's a writer uh, or a radio personality down at WIP in Philadelphia, right? And he saw a video of Ben Simmons in pregame warm-ups smiling and shaking the hand of Kevin Durant. His tweet came out, and he was dragged for it, as he should be. His comments were, um, oh, it seems that uh, Ben Simmons' mental illness is cured now because he's, he got his way. Who said that? I don't know the name, and I'm not going to give him the oh. name credit because the guy's a piece of shit. Well, but I mean, like, do, do I think that his stress level will go down now that he's somewhere else? Sure. Well, but don't don't sit there and pretend like because a guy smiled, he's not hurting. Well, let me let me just say this: I'm I gonna, smile every I, day. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and say that Ben Simmons used that as a, a crutch, and I think it was actually, if you want to really get technical, I'm not going to diagnose him, but. He was offered a, a ton of free help at the expense of the Sixers, and I think that they were using that as a scapegoat for him to not play. Let's be real. Is he, if he's able to play all of a sudden in Brooklyn, there is some truth to what that guy's saying, and I think he's saying it tongue-in-cheek. I don't think he's necessarily bashing mental health himself. I think he's bashing the fact that Simmons was using mental health as a, couple, a scapegoat couple for not notable, playing. A couple notable writers came after that guy, and they said, you better tread lightly on this one, bro, because... That's the that's the I, culture I, that's the culture right now, dude. And I'm not like again. I'm an advocate I, I'm not, for it. I agree. I'm not. I'm not sitting here and bashing mental health, but I don't think Ben Simmons is mentally ill. I think he's just a rich baby. Honestly, that's the way I look it's at it. It's an opinion. That's fine. And and we're in terms of being soft. Yeah, he's very soft because yeah. he couldn't even shoot a three or a free throw or take a layup. Like he had open layups and he was dick. He was he was dishing the ball out. Yeah, hey, in the Rob, postseason. I, no. Yeah, Rob came back in and said, I understand what the radio guy was trying to say, but he shouldn't have used those words. You just got to be careful. When you have that platform, you just got to be careful on the words you choose because the fan base and the people out there and the – listen, we live in a world right now where you say one wrong thing, you're canceled forever. So, like, that is just – and there's still guys out there. I'm wondering when their next role is going to be, but, like, guys like Jeremy Piven, you know, like – for God's sakes, because of everything he said on Entourage and everything that he was scripted to say in a TV show, you haven't seen him in anything lately, and you've seen him do a podcast. How you living, Jeremy Piven? Go check it out. It's actually a good podcast. Uh, anyway, so uh, Kyle came in. One more thing about this situation. Apparently, Simmons is saying that the 76ers knew about his mental health issues before the playoffs, and not one person in the Sixers organization admits to knowing somebody's lying. But what is that even? What bearing does that even have on the situation? Like maybe they've known about his mental health since before they even drafted him. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't know. Was he was he saying you know what um, I shouldn't play? And they were like, no, you should. I don't think that was the case. I think that he was trying to go out there and win games for his team. 
And the the media just got to him. The fans got of to course, him. Of course, bro. You know what? They came I'm down not hard saying that on he's ben not Simmons. dealing with mental health issues. I'm saying that the reason why he's not playing basketball this year has almost zero to do with it. That's okay. my take. Fine take. That's fine. That's why and you I'm can not have bashing him. him for his mental health. I'm That's bashing why you can him have him. Uh, his inability to fucking pull the trigger on off. A, on a shift. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out. And sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Chop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business. And today, we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL-spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook, at Lilac Sage Boutique, and join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. You know, Off the basketball into a sport that was supposed to be getting a going right about now. Pitchers and catchers yesterday, today, uh, was supposed to be the thing. And that's exciting because football just ended, right? So we get excited for a second. We're like, wow, you know, football ends and bang, baseball's here. And now baseball's not here. Um, baseball is officially not here. And now it's it's finally getting into that time of now you're cutting into the prep time for the season. And, Gooch, I know you did a deep dive this morning yeah, on the actual timeline. We're approaching the 10-week mark on the official timeline for the lockout. So starting December 2nd was when the lockout actually began. I think December First or like the end of November, we got the Max Scherzer news with the Mets and the you know so the Mets made all their right noise. The won the off season, the pre off season, I should call it. And then December second, the lockout begins, and the owners voted unanimously in favor of the lockout. Okay, so two weeks go by, no six weeks go by, all the way to January thirteenth. Negotiations open six weeks later, and I say that like really. You know, it's a long if, time. So despite Manfred saying that the lockout was intended to jumpstart the negotiations, it took them six weeks to actually start negotiating. So I'm not sure where, what he was talking about with that. Mm. Now, as we spoke about a couple weeks back on the podcast, we talked on, I guess it was January 23rd, because that was the day that the players and the, the owners met for the first time yes. since January 13th. In those so two-day two meetings, later. in those two-day meetings, the two sides, you know, um, they conceded on several issues, both sides, and they, they actually made some progress. Um, but most of the main sticking points remained. You know, there was a lot a lot to do with the the service time and things like that, which we're not going to get into right now. I just want to stick to the timeline. 
All right, so February 1st, the two parties met again with the players lowering their demands, and, and basically they said, we want the universal DH, and we want an expanded 12-team playoff, which I'm surprised that the players want more games. Typically, I guess... In, they want more opportunity. Well, more to money, get a ring. yeah. And I don't know that they really want more opportunity. I think it's about money, right? Playoff money. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I know that it's it's... Typically in sports, I guess football is the one that I'm drawing my comparison to, is the players don't want more games, but baseball is a different sport. I remember, you know, leading into the negotiations with the whole COVID thing, the players were like, no, we want games, you know, because I think in baseball, the deal that they have is that they can make a lot of money even if they don't play these games. So I think that there's a different sticking point there as far as that goes. But that's not really really neither here nor there. Um, February 3rd. Major League Baseball. Which is just 13 days ago, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so February 3rd, Major League Baseball requests a mediator, you know, to help kind of sort things out. But the Major League Baseball Players Association said hell no to that because we made our, you know, we kind of gave in a, a little bit on what we were going to demand on the 1st. You were supposed to counterpropose yours on February 2nd, and instead right. you didn't show up and you send this whole thing through the media that you want to bring in a mediator. So the players union balked at that idea. And that takes us to February 10th where Manfred finally met with the media and says, as of now, we're not pushing the season back. Right. And he's just trying to save face. Yeah. At this like, point. And, but now fast forward to February 16th, which is today. And this is where I was going to pour out a little liquor for the pitchers and catchers should be reporting. We would have loaded content. Instead, I got to go through this bullshit timeline. <laughs> instead, I got to go through this bullshit timeline and basically let everybody know that, you know, there is no urgency. There is no baseball coming yet. As of right now, they should be doing pitchers and catchers. They don't even have we, – we went through the free agents last week. There is no – there's no home for a lot of these guys. So as – opening day is supposed to be on, I think, March 29th. Okay. Right? That's just not going to happen at this point because – You don't like think said, so. That's, no, a, that's a month and a half I think away. that we agreed to that the last time we talked to You're lockout. telling me they can't get nothing done within the next – couple weeks do they have anything scheduled i don't know they don't just, not that i'm reading i just read the entire article on several different platforms like i did a lot of research on this and cbssports.com is where i got most of the information here so i will shout I like that out guys. you know and um it is cbs it's just an unfortunate situation we don't even know who a lot of the you know who the yankees first baseman is at this point so it's hard to talk baseball it's hard to talk about any of these things it's gonna be freddie freeman but what we will get is is accelerated offseason and when the when things do finally materialize it will be fun for us because everything is going to be, be happening all at once and then baseball rush. happens right away rush. so you know, and interesting, you pick a team interesting yet, times ahead. He's a Yankee fan. You went with the Yankees, right? Yeah. What a time to be alive, by the way. Anthony's trying to get into baseball, and, like, this is the first taste of it that he gets. Imagine that. Imagine that nobody wants to play baseball anymore. Like, that's a dying breed. I'm telling you, I, I heard a couple callers on a couple radio stations saying that their kids are growing up playing hockey, which, again, great. Anthony's a hockey guy, right? Hockey, soccer, Friggin' basketball, like baseball and football are starting to be lost. Football for the concussions and stuff like that, but baseball because of the love and nobody wants to do it anymore. So wait, you're saying it's just crazy. I understand what you're saying in terms of the youth. Yeah. Because I kind of missed something. I was trying to read. You were talking about like baseball. I mean, hockey is on the rise and baseball and football are dying. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I mean, it's not it's not agreeing. It's it's statistics. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not I'm, trying to. Uh, maybe if make you're a talking about here. like the but put it this way when it comes to high school football that's what's making money right and football will never go anywhere baseball won't go anywhere and in terms of like fan what viewership about, yeah, all right fine fan viewership football's not going anywhere baseball baseball is not going anywhere i just because i, I don't have the information here and that's what i was trying to look for because when you were starting to talk baseball dying baseball's viewership numbers were up 
big time last year. But after big this time. is what I'm saying. The Major League Baseball playoffs, it was, the, it was the Rays and the Red Sox was was the highest viewed game that day, and it beat Monday Night Football. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, it beat Monday Night Football. And, you know, that's typically not the case. It could be a regular season game. And it was the Giants game. Giants-Chiefs, I think. So go figure. Is Ken Palmer? Oh, he's a Red Sox. I mean, he's a Mets guy, right? Okay, because he was going. I can't wait to the Red Sox. I don't care. Freddie Freeman. I'm not. I'm not married to the the idea of Freddie Freeman coming to New York. You know, I don't want him to go to Boston if it doesn't happen. But do we really think Boston's going to shell out money for agency? They don't typically. Do Ken Palmer came in and says youth baseball is a money grab. Uh, that's the problem. Most arrogant and selfish sport. These kids are forced to play ten months a year. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent, and I think that's why you see a lot of these injuries piling up at a young age. Um, the best Tommy thing, the best thing to shit. be good at sports, in my opinion, is to play all sports. In baseball season, you play baseball and you develop your baseball skills. In football season, you play football and you you still develop skills that will be applied to to baseball. And same thing goes for basketball. It's like use these things and don't wear and tear on your arm at 12 years old pitching 10 months out of the year. And then when it comes time. When you're in, in high school and it's time to like take you to the next level, then you could pick a sport. Yeah, but I was as a, a kid, I was a the pitcher. whole fall ball thing's gotta go. I was a pitcher back in the day. I had a I had a cannon. I was I was a good pitcher. I think I, I think I was a good pitcher, um, <laughs> but I stopped. I just they got to the point where I was just I don't know. It wasn't appealing to me to play anymore. Uh, now I play drunk uh, adult league softball, which hopefully starts soon. I got the email from Larry, so Chop Sports coming back for the ship. Um, but anyways, <laughs> there's other people that are chiming in on this. Uh, Bailey McClure comes in. Why would the owners not want an additional games or playoff teams? Wouldn't that bring in more revenue? I really under, understood the owner standpoint of this. Right. I kind of agree well, here, well, too. I think, like, I think we talked about this before as well, and I'm going to take it over on this because I think what the consolation would, would probably have to be would be less regular season games. And that would if they if they shorten the regular season by 10 games each, I'm pretty sure if I do the math right, that's like 150 games lost during the regular season, which takes away a lot of advertising dollars only to replace it with maybe a couple playoff games. The finances of that don't work out. And the reason why you almost have no choice but to shorten the season is because you can't have Major League Baseball playoff games going into mid-November into early December. You just can't do it. Of course not. You know, what if the not Cubs like, make the playoffs? And it's not like you could even make the season sooner. You can't start the season any sooner because the same, same reason. Thing. It basically like bookends the entire winter and fall. You can't play baseball when it gets cold. They would have to shorten the regular season. If the and, Cubs and make the playoffs, if the White Sox make the, the playoffs, Rockies. if the Tigers make the playoffs, the Rock. I could name teams All through and through that play in the cold weather. The Yankees. The Red Sox. Right. The Yankees. Everybody Nobody wants to go watch a baseball game in mid-November. No. And nobody wants to play in one. I could promise you that. No, not at all. Um, anyway, so, yeah, just crazy turn of events. And, unfortunately, there is no turn of events with the baseball lockout. We're still kind of sitting there, sitting back and waiting. Uh, Scoop came in, asked if we can uh, talk about golf. The reason why that's funny, and I, you don't know this, it happened on Monday. I was sitting here with Tommy D doing the Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast, and Scoop called into the Michael K Show the day after the Super Bowl. <laughs> he wanted to talk about the waste management crowd. Of how ruckus it was, right? Don LaGreca, without yelling, ripped him a new asshole on the air. <laughs> because he said, dude, Scoop, it's the day after the Super Bowl, and you want to talk about golf? Get him out of here. Get him out. Like, just wanted to throw him off the You're air. Like, well, we have this forum, yeah. you know, and we talk about <laughs> golf all the time. We can talk time. about golf all day. We can start a golf podcast. I'm talking to you, Danny, my brother. If he ever wants to talk, he'll talk golf all day. Loves that shit. I don't know. I told Danny, I was like, if, the, if that waste management shit was the crowd that you got all the time, I'd be a golf 
like savant. I would watch that shit all the time. Like you know, like when Happy way, Gilmore goes up to the tees, like if they, let's make a little noise around here. I, you know, I told you what my my requirements to ever play golf are, right? Shorts and a golf cart. No, it's like you just it's like ready go, and you start oh, the stopwatch when you hit the ball, and then you have to run after it. You don't have to hit your ball and wait for the other guys to hit their ball, wow. and like it takes like concept. an hour and a half. Is that a thing yet? Because if they not. Because if not, I mean, I'm sure it's a thing because on Tiger Woods, the video game, they had it, but you didn't have to run to your ball. So it took a lot of, you know, you just were placed there artificially. <laughs> so in this case, it's like you hit it. As soon as you hit it, you have to go. Right. right? So you have to sprint to your ball and you could hit it. I 30, can hear like Mario theme songs in the back. You can hit your ball 30 times and you're not getting 30 strokes. It's like when the ball hits the bottom of the cup, they stop it. And it's like hole one. So not only that, so not only did you get a, a par, right? You show par, but you also took four minutes to do it. And that kind of goes with your score. Like that's yeah. So it's like, no, no, no. It's just like where there's no par one par or par three, four. So just make it in in a less amount of time. It's like marathon style. Everybody would play, you know, like tour de France style where they add up your times and whoever has the shortest time through the 18 holes wins. Rob Bohannon, what the hell, man? Let's do a Is wrestling podcast. Real? Does he not? Does he not listen? <laughs> Chopheads Combat Sports. We're all over it, bro. You can come in here. I actually Doors told open. Rob, come on in. On yeah, Monday, bro. bro. Talk wrestling with me. I'm all for that. And you could probably be a lot better than Gooch. <laughs> you can offer a well, lot yeah, more he than Gooch. He on likes wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, of course. You know? So I'm down. Let's do yeah. it. He actually. Uh, never mind. I'll save that for maybe the the, the death rate clothes. of <laughs> the death. Ken uh, Ken Palmer came in. The death rate of golfing would triple. <laughs> what about foot golf? The kicking of a soccer ball into a golf course. So basically, there's a massive hole. Seems counterproductive. And you just kick the shit out of it, and then it just hits the fairway, and then you got to go, and you got to do it again. Listen, man. Listen, if it uh, coming to spring of 2023, Bro, modify all these Chop sports. sports presents on the Ocho <laughs> foot golf. Yeah, and I'm Boom. I'm I'm gonna, We're owners of I'm the first gonna dominate speed golf. Oh, here we go. You know what? It's like we can't get through one sport conversation without you thinking that you're gonna dominate. Yeah. Like <laughs> speed golf, I'm gonna dominate. You, you know. I'm gonna d- dominate the 39 and up. By the time this happens, I'll be 40, right? Okay. Maybe we'll do it at my 40th birthday league? party. The over 40 league. Who's going to beat me in the over 40 league? Well, I, I, I got four years to get there, so in I can speed, train for four golf. years. So you could watch I'm from the sidelines, and you could, you, could see, be in. you could see what you have to face in four years, and you're going to be like, I hope he fucking loses a little bit by the time I'm 40. Yes, all of a sudden, because all of a sudden, Gooch is going to be in the I'll media. I'll be a fucking quintuple champion at that point. Five <laughs> right, time, bro. Right, four, Defending speed golf champion. 44, 45-year-old Gooch is going to be on the, you know, getting interviewed by one of the people covering the sport, and they're like, how's it feel to be a five-time champion? Well, you know, I told people, I told people when I turned 40, I was going to dominate this sport, and here I am. And I created it's it just to dominate it. So it's basically basketball. <laughs> like, the two guys coming up with a game that you play in your backyard. I feel like this is a conversation that we should have with Mike, and be like, look, Mike, we have this weird idea about a bunch like of who? obscure sports. The Crosta. Oh, yeah, right? of course. And, and I feel like things like that <laughs> He leads, would buy in. He's like, I'm all about yeah, these. He, he know, likes we that film it and shit. we could, yeah, so let's do this, Mike. He wants to do a million podcasts. So over under, uh, can Chris win at sumo wrestling? <laughs> Come and Mark. Yeah, of course. What the heck? Of course I can. I'd be dominant Bro. at sumo wrestling. I would knock the Christ out of any sumo wrestler ever. Did well, I cover it all? <laughs> um, no, 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 no. No, no, no. We're gonna have to modify the rules because I'm I'm a wee, wee little guy, so I'm not gonna sumo wrestle anybody that's fucking enormous. Oh, so. Ashley, comment in three, 
two, one. He's so cute. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Yeah, speed golf and then sumo wrestling. That's a, you know, I don't <laughs> a little know. Bit of a, bring him in little bit a little bit of a ski on the scales. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, pitches and catches. That sucks. Not happening. So, we're, we're trying to create sports in the meantime. <laughs> in the meantime, we do have NHL. The Rangers still rule. The Devils still suck. Sorry, Ant. Um, you know, we do have those sports going. The NBA, the Knicks still stink. And, of course, the Nets are doing well. So, we do have sports. It's not like it's totally dead time. I feel like nobody's going to beat the Wild this year. Minnesota? Is Minnesota. That, yeah, it's the Minnesota. Wild. Are they good this year, Ant? Uh, they're a lot better than they've been in previous years. But did you just come up with that out of thin no, air? I'm pretty sure I, I eavesdropped on a hockey conversation yesterday, and I and I heard someone say it was Sean. Yeah, <laughs> we were at a men's. So I was so. just trying to steal a point that I figure someone that's smart made. Our, our uh, one of our uh, investors in Chop Sports, Doctor Sean Basinger, massive massive hockey fan. We had to explain to him gracefully that the hockey podcast didn't take off as fast as we thought it would. In fact, it's no longer around. <laughs> so. We need a hockey podcast. Mike Salerno, talking to you, bro. If you hear this, hit me up. Let's 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 talk because I got Anthony over here. We're at least just a plethora of knowledge. Look, and I, I'm saying this. I know that we've thrown around the idea of blogs and getting yeah. bloggers, but guys, if you know anybody that's actually a legitimate writer that is not Tommy D, that we don't <laughs> have to spend 11 days editing, we need oh, well, we, we won't need do that to you again. Bloggers. Yeah. that can meet deadlines and actually come up with a schedule and treat a blog just like you would treat a podcast. Logo. All the work, look nice. We, you know, Let's do sponsors, it. advertisements. We have the so, platform. We have the website. Yes, right we need there. to start building the website. So anybody out there that thinks they could write well, let's see it. <laughs> this is Sam Grass. Let's have a ball shaving contest with the lawnmower. So how do and you know what? To enter that, you got to go buy the performance package 4.0, which you can do by putting in Chop Sports at checkout at manscaped.com. I feel like, I feel like there's going to be some some levels to that as well because like if you have like a really massive hairy grundle then you can't <laughs> enter that competition that against somebody that's this like this, this conversation is happening now and chris now is now going to say i would kick all your asses at shaving my balls no that's exactly no, 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 what you're no, about no, to I'm, say I'm, um, would like levels of hair be like weight classes is yeah. that like <laughs> at featherweight you know like how, like, far, oh, back, how far back on the taint do you have to go <laughs> oh like, things Jesus. like that there's a lot of things that, that we'll are come up um, with this is happening this there's a lot of things happening. there's Andrew's a lot of leave. things that are no, you know just, open, I, I, open I just, for interpretation when it comes to I this i just came contest. up with something in my head oh what did you come up with a new oh, sport please share uh, <laughs> if you want to whisper it i'll say it because i don't you know like I <laughs> are you worried about cancellation i'm scared what uh, i was gonna say uh gooch shaves the gooch oh, oh, there, it is. there you go bro i mean it writes itself folks yep. i mean come on it's and there i'm gonna need you to uh i'm gonna have you carta- cartoon out someone's taint <laughs> oh i can't win because i'm fully shaving it's 2022 all right if you ever watched entourage that's not a thing anyway so Thanks a lot, drama. But anyway, so anyway, yeah. how many times are you going to say anyway in the next 30 seconds, by the way? Uh, what did Kyle say? Kyle says something where Ashley's laughing. What is it? Chris doesn't trim. Word on the street, Ashley prefers a gorillas in the mist type of situation. <laughs> All right, can we stop this shit, please? Anyway, let's go on to the next topic of conversation. We heard from uh, our offensive side of the ball, but now the biggest, best defensive player in football ever, apparently, ever, apparently, is now looking for some serious do re mi okay uh no. he wants the cashish 
and he deserves it because yeah. you told me his salary number for next year. Are we kidding here? Fourteen million dollars. Aaron Donald's going to get like paid a little, next year. A little upwards of like fourteen two five or fourteen five. Still, it's in the kidding me. Fourteen million dollars. Now look, he signed the contract a while back. And he's at the back end of the deal. So typically what happens in those situations, if you get a guy like him, you see Devontae's in the same boat, where they're just vastly underpaid for their position and their output. I didn't do it. What? what? Do you, what? What's wrong? Typo in the graphic, Dina, get it together. Aaron Donald needs big naughty to stick around. Oh, there's no eye in the stick. Heard um, that. Pause. Mm. But way to point that out, Kyle, you jerk. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Didn't want to interrupt. Um, yeah, so Aaron Donald, you know, He's set to retire, apparently. Now, this is all reports. This isn't from the Aaron Donald's mouth himself, but no. obviously he wants more money. I don't think, I think the retirement talk, now it's starting to make more sense to me because I don't believe for one split second that Aaron Donald's going to retire. But I also don't think that he wants to go in there and make the type of noise where he's going to demand a trade or, or hold out because he signed the contract. But look, you're going to make, you're going to make this worth it for me because I'm, I'm basically everything you got on defense. I think Jalen Ramsey's overrated, and I think guys like Aaron Donald make him who he is. Now, the interior defensive lineman, the defensive rush always helps out the secondary. I'm not actually taking away. Jalen Ramsey is a really good player, but he's not the best in the league. Aaron Donald is the best in the league. He deserves the bag, and I think Aaron Donald in this situation, I know he's only getting a $14 million this season, but I'm sure his cap hit might be a little bit higher because usually what happens in the back end of, the, back end of contracts, sometimes they defer money to the back end which is what I think happens here. I think Aaron Donald single-handedly has the ability to, A, get the most money in the league for a defensive player, while B, also fixing the Rams cap situation by deferring all the money to the back end. Trying to find out here. I'm, I'm looking up. His, uh, his free agency isn't until 2025. His cap number next year, as you just stated, is – yeah. Well, now, that was this year, 14 mil. 2022, he's making 26. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you sure? Swear to God. Um, so everything I just said, take it back. Take it back. No, uh, I'm, his I'm, total I'm, contract value is $141 million, which, by the way, holy ooh. shit. But the, the cap number in 2021 I can't, I can't buy that was 14-3. Bleacher Report. I'm, I'm just saying what I'm reading right now. There's no guarantee. Oh, well, here's, the, there, here's where the issue is. Going forward in 2022, 23, 24, zero guaranteed dollars. Zero. So that's a big deal because obviously these guys that got to make their guaranteed money. He wants a big bag of cash and he wants it up front as a bonus right now. Signing bonus type shit because you need a guarantee. And right now I'm looking right at his contract. There's no guarantee going forward. So that's honestly that's bullshit because it's Aaron Donald. So get that situated. Um, but yeah, so Aaron so I'm seeing all different numbers. Scoop is saying his cap hits 23, but he's only making nine million. So. There's a bonus involved. There's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of language in Donald's here. deal. I'll do a deep dive into Aaron Donald's contract. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's a the lot show. of language that that people the, the common man probably won't understand of where they can finagle their shit. Like the Rams were in the red last year. Somehow they got all these players, right? So they're doing their due diligence. Yeah, they're gonna but, do they're gonna do the same thing that they did. But they they shouldn't do the the best player on the team wrong. So they they better fix this, or Aaron Donald will say, "I'm done. I'm good. I'm all set. You know, I made my money. I won my championship." I'm good, set for life, right? You, you, people forget. It all depends on how you live your life. You know what I mean? Like if Aaron Donald is out there spending dollars, making it rain places, then yes, he's probably in a bad situation. But these guys are investors. These guys know what they're doing, bro. But so they're I set for life, no I, matter I, what. I understand that, but 
you know, when you're rich, you have rich person bills and rich person expenses. And I'm not saying that Aaron if you Donald is But like what happens in life and no matter what is is money goes away. So you have a short window of opportunity to make the type of money that he's making. And I understand that there's possible investment opportunities and things like that for a guy that's making that much money over his career. But that stops. Like the 14 million a year, the 25 million a year, like that's not that's not fake. I don't care how rich you are. You know, look what billionaire CEOs are doing across the country, selling stocks and making billion more and taking it from everybody's greedy. I'm not saying Aaron Donald's greedy, but you have to capitalize on what you're worth when you're After worth that it. performance. This is the time to do it. You might no as well doubt say, about it. hey, by the way, you'd be nothing without me. Uh, Ken Paulman coming back in camp. Uh, the cap breaks up the signing bonus. No. So he might have gotten a bunch up front and the cap hits spread. Yeah, that's pretty sure that's probably the way it works. But. Now he's probably like, all right, I'm on now the back end of my career. Now it's time to solidify like said, what I'm doing. I think these two sides meet and they kind of figure out a way to get Aaron Donald paid as well as fixing the the Ram salary cap situation all at the same time, or at least helping. Now, yesterday we went into the offensive players that will be free agents hitting the market uh, going forward when the new league year starts in the middle of March. Now we're going to tackle, literally, the defensive players on the market, starting with defensive tackles, interior defensive linemen, which, by the way, it does, in fact, hurt your pocketbook. When you're not an edge rusher, this definitely hurts. I, I think it hurts. Uh, we have Sue as the uh, the poster boy here because he's one of the guys that are coming up on this list um, that are free agents to be. But there's other guys that, that could make an impact with a lesser tag all right sue last year made nine million dollars okay do i think he gets that again probably i don't think he gets more he's getting older so i think like anywhere from seven eight nine that range you can get yourself an indomitian sue for a year because that's what he typically does yeah i don't he's think one he's year deal long-term deal no he never does it's one of those things it's weird calais campbell made eight million last year he played for the ravens off a trade that was a trade right from, yeah, jacksonville. from jacksonville so now he's a free agent you know, the, the, they didn't extend him. The Ravens did not extend this guy, so now he can go wherever he wants. Will the Ravens bring him back? They're probably in a situation where they can, but his tag, I mean, his his price last year was $8 million as well, so I don't know. I feel like if you had to take, if you had a choice between Calais Campbell and Nindamakan Sue, Gooch, who would you take right now? Um, Calais Campbell. Me too. All right, Only so because I absolutely despise Ndamukong Sue, and I think Calais Campbell brings a lot to the table. He blocks a kick a game, it seems like. There are a couple guys at the back end right now that, you know, again, the the Brandon Williams, uh, again, another Raven, so they're going to lose some interior. Malik Collins, former Cowboy, former Raider, now former Texan, he's a free agent as well. So there, there's definitely interior defensive linemen, but you're going to find out that that price tag, eight, what? What happened? You see the Cowboys news? No. Oh, no. Mm. Something about some scandal-ish stuff going on in Dallas right now. I don't mean to cut you off, but With I was what? like, um, voyeurism and what a payoff. It's like spying and like it's videotaping. Like watching people have sex. Or like, say like, just doing things like uh, a Tom that peeps would do. Good, 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 good. As good, a senior good. executive, paid like two point four million. But we'll get to that because I'm not even going to open this article right now. We'll yeah, talk don't about do that. that. But I will say that officially announced is. Uh, why uh, the Vikings hired O'Connell? Yes, so that's that official. All, that's what made me open my phone. I got the notification. I was Damn like, "Oh it, shit! Why is I was always in the fucking news, bro?" So we'll find we out. Had that, this conversation that yesterday. Mike McCarthy was on the Rich Eisen show yesterday, literally calling out Jerry Jones. Like, yeah, I don't know where this narrative comes from. Where they've got Sean Payton here and Dan Quinn here. He's like, I've never been around something like this. Basically saying this is a clown show. 
And I said it last night on the roundtable of Blogging the Boys. This could be a thing, right? Mike McCarthy quits. Just saying, I'm laying that out there right now on February 16th. He's at the point right now where all the shit that's happening right now with Dan Quinn, uh, who is now next in line to be the coach, and of course the circus that Jerry, he could be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I made enough the money, only, I'm the out. Only, enough with this, I made enough money crap. Mike McCarthy did not make enough money, and that's the reason why you just sit there and eat whatever shit you have to eat, because eventually they're going to fire him anyway. Mm-hmm. Go collect your paycheck, dude. Like, go deal with it all. I don't give a shit. In two <sighs> years, you'll be done turn. with it all regardless, and you'll get you'll have an extra 20 minutes. What does he make a year? He's got to be Seriously, decent. what? I mean, now you got me, like, bugging out over what the hell's going on here. At least it's not the Raiders. No, what, do you, what the fuck does that <laughs> mean? I mean, like, give it a I week. Mean, <laughs> yeah, give it, it a week. It will <laughs> be, real. but talking about. for now. Uh, I'm not seeing anything here, but whatever. I, I'm not. Do you, who, who reported that, by the way? Um... Yes, Todd McShay. No, I don't know. No, <laughs> it's a apparently it's an ESPN. Cowboys thing. paid two point four million over voyeurism allegations against now former senior executive. At least they NFL fired news. the guy. Former. Oh, so who gives a shit? Oh my god, if this is Rich Dim Pimple or whatever the hell his name is, Darren Pimple. He's been there since That's like nineteen ninety two. Poor guy. I don't know. That could be him. You don't remember that uh, Des Bryant uh, clip, like. This guy Rich, who's a senior player of operation, whatever the fuck his role was, he was in the locker room, and all of a sudden you just hear Des Bryant, "This place sucks. Fix this shit, Rich." <laughs> like that. That's his. Like that's his one claim to fame. That's the only time you'll ever hear him. Yes, it is. Wow, bang! And you wonder why he retired. That's so funny. He stepped down two weeks ago. He stepped down. I said, "Oh wow, I can't believe he's out." And it's not the first time he's been accused of this. Okay, well then he's a savage. What is exactly what? So he's, that's a crime. It would. I mean, yeah, Dave. Like, if there's if there's somebody that's changing in the in the team hotel and like you fucking drill a hole and watch her. Oh, like, like Aaron Andrews type creep. deal. Yeah. Yes, oh, exactly. well, if he's a piece of shit, then he's voyeurism a piece of shit. is like you know that's oh, very wow. Taboo. All right. Well, then Rich. It's like putting cameras. Hey, in Rich. Toilets fix and shit. this shit. <laughs> like seriously, you're that screwed. word comes from France, I think. So it's definitely a little risque. Uh, dude's been raw dog in the cheerleader since the late 80s. <laughs> Stop. Oh, God. Stop. I hope he uses his lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> hey, Rich, if you... Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. Uh, Go back to the free agents, please, for the love of God. So we're at interior defensive line. We're done with that. Move on to the higher-priced mm-hmm. edge rushers, right? So this is where you make your money. This is where people are getting their bags. Last year, Von Miller made $19 million. Does he get that again? Yeah. Von Miller. Same yes. guy. Now two-time Absolutely. Super Bowl champion. He gets it again. Von Miller is the poster no question boy here. about it. But this list is shit ton long of amount of yeah. The defensive side of the ball is is there's a yeah. lot of good talent out. Ready there. Ready for this? Chandler Jones, Jason Pierre-Paul with now one and a half hands. Right, so he's there. Jadavion Clowney, which whatever, miss me with Clowney. Move him down the list. Yeah, move him down the list. Emmanuel Agba. Uh, let's see what else. Who else? Tank McKinley's out there. Melvin Ingram from the Chiefs. And bro, if you look at the potential, Ward from the Jaguars, the potential cap casualties around the league, there's a lot of edge rushers in it. Leading, Ryan Kerrigan, I like him because he doesn't leading show the pack. Like in, in a couple weeks, this entire list is going to change. We'll just say that because the franchise tags haven't come out yet, and then the cap casualties also have not come out yet. So you realize that most of these guys are either going to be a franchise tagged, and then some of the guys that aren't free agents, like a. Uh, Darius Smith, you could pretty much guarantee that he's going to get cut by Green Bay. So the list will grow in some sense and then shrink in others. But, yeah, this is probably the most loaded 
Um, outside of maybe uh, so here, here's my here's my GM question for you. Okay, let's just say, and we all know this as an NFL, and I bring this up because Hawaii Mike just brought up the name. If you are starting a franchise right now, would you rather have a Von Miller coming off the edge, a Chandler Jones coming off the edge for that price tag, or you got a chance to draft Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan? Where would you start? If I mean, it really does depend. If I'm, if my team isn't good yet, then definitely the the rookie. I said starting a team right now. You're starting like a team. Starting a team right now. I'm not. You either I'm, have the experience, but the price tag of the other two, or Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, what's what's the price tag coming for the number one overall pick? Probably uh, about 14, 15 mil. Sure. Right. Well, I don't know. Sure. I'm making up a number. Yeah, I, don't I have remember. no idea. Remember, there's a new, there's a structure from. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So maybe somebody could drop that Sam in there. Bradford but I would news. imagine that if you're getting Von Miller at 20 million a year, I'm taking him. Fuck that. Definitely taking him over. I don't like Chandler taking, Jones because I think his Von brother's Miller? a scumbag. I'll take saying? Von Miller, a proven NFL commodity, to start my team. It depends, though. Like like I said, am I going to do – I'm relying on the fact that like I'm doing well other places. Like I'm, I, have, I have a good team because I'm the one drafting it. Right. Because right. I know I'm the best GM in football, too. Um, but, yeah, I'm not taking a rookie over a guy <laughs> that's proven potential Hall of Famer. Uh, also reported by ESPN, Dak is overrated and Pollard is better running back than Zeke. Reported by ESPN, not me. Shut up, Scoop. Go find Go do something, bro. Jesus Christ. By the way, Scoop, text me after the show. I'm going to ask you to come on in uh, Monday. Um, in any event, I'm choosing the proven commodity, too, because you just don't know if these guys are going to play out. But Hutchinson has been touted as the to be the next, uh, next big thing. But anyway, so moving on to linebackers, right? We put Anthony Barr as the poster boy here because that's the most recognizable guy, I would say. Uh, there, but the list is big, and your boy's one of them, um, which, again, alarming that Devondre Campbell is a free agent. I'm going to say Devondre Campbell three more times, Devondre Campbell, so people start realizing who this guy is because he's really good at football, and he's going to leave Green Bay. <laughs> well, so. I mean, I think that's up in the air. Devondre Campbell stays in Green Bay if Devontae Adams leaves. I could almost guarantee yeah, that. Yeah, then you have the money. Because then we have the money. But if Devontae Adams sticks around, then they're, you're going to see some things happen on the defensive side of the ball, starting with Devondre Campbell. Look, he's probably going to make about $10 million a year going forward. Um, he made $2 million this year with Green Bay, and he made all pro, so he's definitely getting paid. I think he's probably the... One guy you could look at where Anthony Barr, you might have to pay more than a Devondre Campbell because he's proven it over more of a course of time, but... Mm -hmm. You know, all pro is all pro, so we'll see. I yeah. think that you might see a Devondre Campbell get a very similar contract to what Blake Martinez got from the Giants. How's that working out, though? Blake Martinez led the team in tackles. so Yeah, because they don't make tackles I mean, than anybody else. I mean, so the Giants like, stink, but they the, still have Blake He's Martinez. a tackle machine, but he doesn't make a defense better, and he can't cover Leighton anybody. Leighton Van Esch on the list, of course. Goodbye, Leighton. <laughs> so I feel no like, honestly, do you know who I think is going to mm -hmm. be the replacement for Campbell? Leighton Van Esch? Perfect. That's yeah. Right. yeah. You Not to say that, that I want it. I'm saying that's you, the answer was perfect. Like you're right. That's who I was thinking. Okay. His price. Oh, damn. My internet's like fast. It's like too fast. How, how about that? You finally pay the big bucks, and now the, the 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 internet is just like I'm like trying to go on this thing and blah blah blah. But anyway, so linebackers. Uh, there are plenty, okay? We're not just talking about the guys we just talked about. There's others out there. Uh, Donta Hightower from the Patriots. Um, let's see. Keanu Neal from the Cowboys. So that's two linebackers out the door. K.J. Wright from the Raiders. Um, let's see. Anybody else that I'm thinking? Huh. Gruger Hill from the Texans. Yeah, he was a clown show, huh? He, he's the one who told the world that Dak was overrated, and then Dak beat him the next week and kind of oh, became the Texans daddy. are fucking so Texan. hard to beat. No, no, no. He was an eagle at the time. Oh. 
<laughs> so anyway, all right, moving on to the corners. These are big uh, because obviously corners are one of the positions that you just you have to have two at the very least. And one of the guys coming off his trade is Stephon Gilmore. So now he's a free agent. He can go wherever he wants. Joe Hayden. I've always liked Joe Hayden, even in Cleveland. And then he goes to Pittsburgh. Now he's walking out. He can go get a price tag. He made $11 million last year. And and Gilmore made 13 So, like, I'm wondering with the top cornerback where that market's going to set right now because look the top cornerbacks are your Jalen Ramsey's of the world your your uh your your boy Jair Alexander is one of the good guys and uh Trayvon Diggs will be one day you know as far as paid you know but there are some corners Bryce Callahan from the Broncos Chris Harris Jr. from the Chargers that's another one that you gotta keep your eye on but the Chargers have a lot of money so I'm not I'm not really writing them off to not bring back all their guys Kevin King Packer um another uh, he had a great he's, year he's gone Jadarius Ward from the Chiefs. He's out. K.J. Wright from the Raiders. Raiders are losing a couple pieces here and there. Uh, Bryce Callen, I said, had it right. Jason Verrett from the 49ers, unsung. You, you, he'll get paid. He'll get some money. Uh, Xavier Rhodes, obviously, he's a little older. Um, but, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really big on this this year's free agent crop of corners. Outside of the top two or three. The Gilmore not, gets a nice I like Chris Harris a lot. I think he's one of the best slot corners in the NFL. But And Gilmore is going to get paid because, yeah, he was – He's been doing it for a decent amount of time, and he's the best one in the class. So I don't know that he's going to set the market, reset the market, because I don't think he's better than a lot of the guys that just recently signed deals. I just can't see that happening. But at the end of the day, you know, he's the most coveted corner in the league right now mm. in terms of free agency. So, yeah, you could see it. And, yeah, I was just about to say what Kyle's saying right now. What's that? Zion might, and it's not will, it might require a second surgery. Oh my he's, god! He's embellishing a little bit. Oh my! But usually, god. where there's smoke, there's fire. Especially with this guy, dude. Um, he, I don't know that we're going to see. He's turning into Greg Oden. He needs his stomach. He's turning into Greg I Oden. Call, I would compare him more to like an Anthony Bennett. Okay, all right, but yeah, all right, fine, but understood because they look exactly alike. They do look. <laughs> they do look alike. Um, all right, safeties. Another big class here because it's topped by the honey badger himself, Tyron Matthew. Uh, he is. $14 million last year. Devin McCourty, one of the Rutgers alum. Uh, no, yeah, the McCourty brothers, yes, Rutgers alum. Marcus Williams, here's one. Marcus May, that's a big one. The Jets got a pony up there, boy, because I'm telling you, he's a good player, so you really need to bring him back. Quandre Diggs, um, Anthony Harris from the Eagles. Yeah, Ken, that is a good point. Terrell Edmonds, what? What's Reading the, the screen? They no, heard our complaint. They heard your complaints, and now all the news is breaking at 1130 because we just got like four tidbits throughout <laughs> this show. How do you like that? They, they, but stand by. Somebody, the, big, the big story will come in five minutes. Yeah, as soon as, we as, soon as we're out of here, that's when like you know somebody announces their retirement and whatever. You know what? This is something that me and Gooch have talked about. And I'm going to just put it out there right now. In the event that something does happen and we're in the, the mindset and the framework and we're all here and we're rocking and rolling here, we will do breaking news stuff. We will go live when something big happens. We will come back on the channel. We will chat with all you guys. We'll do a separate show for something. We'll, you know, I'll talk to you after this because I have a really good idea how to do this. But we will... Come back, you know, if, if we're done by 12 and something happens at 2 and we're both here and, we're, you know, we're rocking and rolling, doing whatever we're doing here at Chop Sports, we'll come back, we'll, we'll, we'll break it down. So it's not necessarily, yes, it'll be breaking news, yes, we'll talk about it, but then we'll digest it and then talk about it the following day as well. You know, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it too. But, uh, yeah, so that's the safeties. Um, that's the free agents. I mean, that those are the guys. They're Again, Gucci alluded to it before. 
some cap casualties are going to happen, right? They're going to find out. That, and all the franchise tags. And the franchise tags will be slapped. So this list is going to change dramatically within the next month. They have a month to get this stuff done. Um, and I think most of the teams already have an idea of where they want to go uh, as far as who they're fla- slapping a franchise tag on. They got the window. It actually opens next week. So already there's going to be movement within the NFL um, as far as players sticking to where they're at right now or they're going to hit the market. We'll see. Whew, I think I say, you know, sometimes I feel like I do all these podcasts in like one breath. And I'm like I'm done and I like exhale. And I'm just like, whew, okay. Yeah, it's sometimes over. it sounds like that. It does? Not like in a bad way. I don't want you to get all. From bent. me? Yeah, like it's just like, but yeah, you, you know. I would, remember, when I would, Sean, remember when Sean said yesterday, like, you guys should sit down once a week and tell each other how much you suck. <laughs> and like, yeah, point, yeah. Out, so point Dave, out the so, shitty things. So, this, so if Dave, this is your open take forum. Take a fucking breath. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> All right. So if this is the open forum, okay, I will learn to breathe. Uh, so that's hey, one. you said it. I didn't say it. I co-signed it. You, okay, fine. Co-signed it. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Kareem Jackson, strong safety free agent. Very good as well, Mike. Good call. Scoop is a diehard Knicks fan until times get tough and he starts menstruating. <laughs> I bleed blue and orange. All right, I will call fraud. I'm going to call fraud on you, Kyle. And here's why. Here's why. Mr. I'm taking a selfie with a 76ers hat on, going to the game last week because you're courtside, making friends with Joel Embiid. Don't miss me with your I bleed this shit because you, anybody who wears colors of any other team is not a diehard of their team. I will die on that hill. Sorry, Kyle. You lose this argument. You are being outed right now. By the way, Great sunglasses. Okay, great. Gucci, I know you got the money. Not talking about this Gucci over here. Talking about the real Gucci. Hey, Ken, right. Ken Pullman knew that I'm nasally today. You're nasally today? I guess. I guess it sounds like shit today. Thanks, Ken. Now I feel like shit. Oh, now wow. Feel, We're just going to no, keep going. No. Okay. You haven't taken a breath and I sound nasally. But okay. He's right, bro. I, I can't breathe. And oh, I'm really? Quiet. Yeah. Are you sick? <laughs> I'm, I'm never not sick and I'm always healthy. You got those COVID tests at the, at the office, no, right? No, it's not COVID, bro. <laughs> yes. COVID's done, by the way. I don't know if I anybody defeated noticed. The pan- breaking I defeated news the pandemic right here at 12 o'clock. Already. The pandemic is over. So if anybody wants to argue me so about that, you can shoot me a text on the side. If Kyle also wants to talk Knicks, like, do we have tickets yet? Oh, yeah. Week? Oh, like, yeah. Don't the Knicks and the Nets play tonight? Yeah. Oh, God. What's the spread of that? Battle 15? for New York. Battle. There's no battle, first of all. New York is run by the Knicks. Well, I don't duh. care how bad look, they are. Look, in New York, they, the Brooklyn Nets will always be second fiddle, just like the Mets will always be second fiddle to the, the Knicks, Yankees. The Knicks, That's don't, a thing. the Knicks don't run anything. They don't even run their organization York, properly. They don't even have a, the proper rotation on the court. The Knicks aren't running shit, but neither are the Nets for that matter. The Knicks run my heart. Yeah, yeah they ruin my heart. <laughs> so anyway, Knicks break minus. It constantly. Wait, Knicks are favored? Yeah, no Kyrie, no Durant, no Ben Simmons. House money on the Knicks, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ride with the Knicks tonight. That is your betting, uh, betting advice from Kyle Kerms. You can visit kylekerms.com. Go over to his YouTube channel. I think the kid went with like six videos yesterday. The kid was cranking out content. So go over to Kyle Kerms. You can find that link within Chop Sports. But if you're also watching this for the first time ever, you've never seen us, you're like, oh, wow, these guys are really cool. One of them's attractive. And then, you know, you can you can hit the like button. I was talking about you, Gooch, by the way. Oh. <laughs> so, baby. I sound nasally though. Oh yeah, you sound like shit, but you're yeah, you're a stud. <laughs> so anyway, let's wrap this up. Nets plus four and a half. Uh, wow. Okay. So now we got a little bit of a uh, scoop. So yeah, a little bit of a stewing going on here. But yes, Kyle, if we're going to this next game, when is that supposed to be? Um, I almost so called you Ash. It's next. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Not a bad thing. It's next Friday and Sunday. 
or the two games. Next Friday, uh, Friday and Sunday. was the one I think that we were all planning on going together. Friday was the one we were planning on. Okay. And now what's the status with going to the Knicks game? You got to show a vaccination card? What do you got to do? Yeah, you just got to show proof of vaccination. Oh, shit, I got to find that thing. I yeah, just I like I had, to, I had to show proof of vaccination for the Rutgers wrestling match, too. The, it was like a 13-year-old boy. I brought my <laughs> proof of vaccination good, good to the Devils fucking. game, and they literally just like saw that I was holding a piece of paper and were like, cool, you're good, go in. Yeah, I've been saying that since the you know, I've been saying that they're, they're not hiring people to like inspect. You know, yeah, it's usually just like a, this, a hostess at a restaurant. Have you seen, like, shit. obviously, you guys have got the vaccination, so you've seen the card. It's just like little numbers and a date written on there. Like, you it's, can it's write like something that want. Antonio Brown could easily. <laughs> oh, yes. Forge. Antonio Brown has already mastered the fake Bro, card. You could get, uh, you would get vax cards on like Amazon. All right. <laughs> Stop. It's so bad. Felonious. It's over. It's all. When does that thing end for New York? It's got to be soon, right? They, they, they ended all that mandate So they're shit. like lifting no all idea. the mask mandates and stuff right now. Ooh. Um, I lifted my own mandate a couple days ago. businesses are no longer requiring vaccinations, so I assume So all those people they fired. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> what a shame. New York, you're a embarrassment. You are officially the armpit of but the anyway, United States. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, New York. Not going on a... Tangent the here, but I'm not going the, back the to the Knicks. Don't, and the Knicks, fortunately for you, Knicks Knicks don't, don't run you, right? <laughs> right. The Knicks suck too, so that sucks. Um, All right. So, Kyle, over under on my age, bro. The over under is 39 and a half. Am I over or under 39 and a half? I thought he already knew this. He, if he's been listening I all day, we're talking about your party. Before. I think he showed up late. All right. Well, now that no, people are going to start guessing ages now. Is that where we're at? Because well, no, everybody that watched knows. But Kyle, oh, yes. yeah. By the way, this before, is a long way to I'm right. Before wrong, before Kyle. we we get out of here, Mike did bring up something. We always talk about Rutgers wrestling, and we're talking about you know I got my Paws shirt on right now. Um, but Rutgers basketball, dude. Have you seen the teams that they're running through? Yeah, like they might dance, and they'll they'll lose to like uh, calm down Marist. Calm down. If they finish strong, they can dance. This they can. Year. They can. So it'll be great. Yeah. Great and while we're talking about Rutgers, we'll talk about Rutgers wrestling. They got a big matchup with Princeton, state rival, big rivalry. For Jason them. Garrett is the alumni of Princeton. Anybody gives a shit about that? Um, but yeah, are you basketball? So we'll this see. We'll see. So long as they aren't playing Illinois. No, it's just shitty teams. What are you talking about, Ken? They just beat. They went on a tear. They just beat like the Big Ten, like in a row, all of them. Michigan, yeah, but they're a bubble team. It's not like they're in anything yet. They need to win some more games for sure. I wonder how they can do in the conference tournament, which, yeah. by the way, is more exciting than the actual NCAA tournament. I love the big time. It's con it's it's rivalry games yeah, and it's yeah, everything. Yeah. It's, not, it's to get to the tournament. That's like what most of these teams are playing for anyway. Because the idea that you know any of these teams could win the tournament, there's probably only a collective handful. If we're being serious, with maybe a couple mid majors sprinkled in, but. There's not really much of a chance for these lower level teams in the lower conferences to actually make noise in the tournament and win a conference and win a, the national championship. Yeah. So the best basketball is played in the um, conference tournaments by far. To shitty teams beat good ones. Oh, all right. I missed your point. My fault. My fault, Ken. Oh, and by the way, Scoop is eight and one in his last nine bets. He should do basketball should picks for the Sauce Network. <gasps> How about that? Well, then you can quit well, Geico. As soon as he starts, as soon as he starts, because uh, I, from what I heard through a little birdie named uh, AJ, you know, like sauce pays good. So there you go, quit your job. Perfect, done. Betting and handicapping for the rest of your life. Look at that. We're making matches here, folks. In Chop Sports, we do that. That's how we roll. We're one big happy. If all you have to do is go eight family. and one to get hired, let's talk, Kyle. Because I'll go fucking eight and one this week right now. Let's do it. 
What, what sport can I bet? You know what? I'm going to get with Anthony, and I'm going to I'm have gonna, your yeah, NHL no, guy. You know fired, what I'm going to do? And I'm going to start picking NHL games bro, because gonna, gonna I'm going to tail Kyle, and I'm going to go. I'm going to do well and be like, bro, I did the exact same as you. How could you not? You know, uh -huh. he doesn't know that I'm not. My advice would be to not bet NHL games at all. Oh, okay. We're not betting NHL games. Okay, so uh, maybe weak. I'll do UFC picks and I'll fire that girl who does those picks. Huh? Uh, hey now, <laughs> hey now. It has been requested by the sauce though that I start doing UFC videos, so I need to uh, step up my game. I mean, we have the studio. If you need to shoot a video, we have the green screen and everything that Kyle has. Yeah. If you're here, if you're at home, then then you're good. Like, I was thinking about that. Less pressure go. if I don't do it while he's staring at me. Yeah. It's and very intimidating. While he's doing this. <laughs> he's looking right at his phone. Love, Kyle. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for watching. Please like the video, subscribe to the channel, do all that good stuff. Go on over to chopsportsmedia.com for the full podcast lineup. A new goddamn Jets just released today. So if you want some Jets nuggets, John Sapinero, Michael Boyle um, are over there. Or Tom O'Boyle, sorry. I'm thinking of Mike Boyle. Uh, he's a Jets fan, too. And, of course, um, a new podcast from Jimmy Palumbo, new podcast to Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast. They're all there on the website. They're also on LinkedIn. I know Anthony is still balling on LinkedIn. He's also balling with the new Micah Parsons t-shirt. So if you're a Cowboys fan, go check out the t-shirt, buy that, support Chop Sports, all that nonsense. For Sturch and Gooch, and of course, Dina, the producer, and a I almost called him AJ, A4 over here, uh, Anthony, the intern. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Thursday. Thursday. Oh, this show Wednesday ended already. just in time because I got like less than 1% on this laptop. All right. Good call. See you guys tomorrow.